know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hi you guys I normally go to sleep on time But um I'm trying to focus before April 10th But I just read this post On Instagram And it's I forgot what it said. It was saying something like, when you're not used to being toxic no more, sometimes your taste bud, it don't adapt to it quickly. Meaning, when we're finally at peace, when we're finally in a good headspace in our life, we feel uncomfortable because we were so immune to being toxic. Like, being toxic was our comfort zone. So when we do find that peace we run back to what broke us because being happy, being at peace, we feel like something bad is supposed to happen or we feel like, oh, this is too good to be true when you actually deserve those good days. And it's crazy I just seen that post because I remember the last few days I was having conversations with people and they just constantly just kept making toxic normal. Like the conversations was just like, I don't know, like it was like two different conversations. And I had to stop and think, like, you like being toxic. Like, um, one thing with me, I pay attention to what people joke about. And I'm noticing, like, one conversation with this, um, with somebody, and they just kept joking about toxic stuff. And I'm like, they ain't joking. They dead serious. They just laughing to cover it up to make it sound like a joke. But they really immune to joking. And as I was about to go to sleep, um, that Quavo and Sweetie stuff popped up. And you know how everybody was idolizing them and just admiring how they treat, um, how he was treating her or whatever. And it was so crazy because everybody who's seen that video on my Facebook and Instagram, they was like, that's, that's, that's not nothing. Like, that's nothing. Like, sure, I didn't knock a guy head up. Be like, I didn't did way more crazy stuff than what Sweetie did or what Quavo did. Like, Everybody was agreeing to and saying it wasn't that bad. If you was that person, because listen, I will admit, I almost said it wasn't that bad until I got corrected myself. And that's just a show. You don't think, even though there was no physical altercation on both parties was wrong, but if you think that situation was not that bad, then you it's a lot of healing to do within. Because we think that, in healthy relationships, it don't go to an altercation like that. It don't go to somebody things being touched or somebody things being thrown away or whatever the case may be where somebody possibly, possibility they getting thrown in a corner by a mistake. Like, that's toxic. And one thing I learned out of life is we live in a generation that normalized toxic. And I was having a conversation with somebody else the other day, and they just kept bringing up some toxic moments I had in my past. And I was, at this point, I'm thinking, like, do my growth offend you? Like, 
it seemed like you benefit more off my broken days than me actually growing into the woman I am today. Like, I meet, I won't say I meet, I know a lot of people I'm connected to as far as like friends, family, whatever wise, past people wise. They always try to remind me of something that I did in my past. But they would give me less credit on what I'm doing now. And it's a post on social media that people really benefit you, benefit off you when you're broken. A lot of people know that as long as you're broken, I can keep playing with you. As long as you don't have no standards, I can keep treating you like anything because you don't know your worth. And I'm like, why do we live in a generation where a woman being crazy or a woman keying somebody's car? Like, why is that normal? And this coming from somebody who had, I had crazy moments. Don't get me wrong. I would never sit here and say I'm perfect, but that was toxic. That was dysfunction. That wasn't normal. And we really live in society and a generation where everybody's um, making posts on social media like, oh, girl, if he a curious Aquarius, then he toxic. Like, why, when, when did toxic become such a fun thing to do? Why is everybody aiming to, to be toxic? Like, why is that normal? And I, and I was having that conversation. Like they, they just kept like, oh, you remember you did this? You remember that you did that? And I'm like... I, there's no shame in my game. I tell my own business. I don't need your help with that. I mess with that. I have a whole podcast telling my whole business. Listen to it. Okay. No, no. But no, I just noticed in life that so many people are so immune to toxic that you can't even breathe if you was in a healthy environment because that environment don't fit you. That environment, it's going to make you so uncomfortable and I remember the more I was healing and the more I was just at peace at life. And I remember I was just so happy last year at a point in time in my life. And I was just so happy. And I was purposely waiting on something bad to happen. Every day I was like, you know what? Something bad is about to happen. We deserve happiness. We deserve real joy. I think the problem with people, we talk too much about stuff and we don't actually believe that stuff. The stuff sounds good. The stuff sounds exciting. But do you actually think having real peace and having joy, do you really think those things are reachable or you just send it because everybody else send it? Um, I want a real relationship. I want this. I want that. I, it's trending. Or do you know you actually deserve that? So when I was in a season of feeling happiness, I'm like, wait. And God's like, Shanice, you just went through 10 years of pain and you finally stopped that cycle. You deserve every lick of happiness that you're experiencing right now. But since I was so uncomfortable in a healthy mindset, um, healthy mind state, I was I used to go back to my past. I was so comfortable there. That was literally what I was familiar to. Like, even though I knew the consequences it came with, I knew the pain that it came with, I was I that was home. My past was home. And I say home, it wasn't a particular person that was my my comfort zone. It was just my past overall. So whoever's in my past would make me feel comfortable, that's where I ran to. But that's because I made being toxic normal. And I was about to go to sleep right now before I thought about that. And and God just hit me. God was like, Shanice, like, the stuff you settle for, like, do you not know that's not normal? I used to question God, like, God, like, why I get treated this way? Like, I used to always ask God, why, why, why? Like, we got to stop asking God, why is things happening? Like, God, like, that you, it's common sense. You don't supposed to be treated that way. 
That's not normal. For somebody to mistreat you over and over, that's not normal. And we normalize stuff that's not normal. It's absolutely not normal to keep getting your heart broken. That's not normal. It's not. And I was like, okay. And like, it was like just some simple words hit my spirit before I laid down. And I'm like, oh my God, I did not want to make a podcast. I really want to be asleep at 1 a.m. If I can get some rest before tomorrow, because work be crazy. But I just remember always asking God, like, why, 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 why? Like, why? Like, why is this happening? Like, God, why this person won't do this? Why is this person acting like this? And God was like, Shanice, that's not normal. It's not normal for you to be treated that way. It's not normal for you to spend this many years of your life just keep getting your heart broken. That's not what I consist your life to be of. It's not normal. Even like I, I always, I know I talk mainly towards women, but men, it's not normal to a woman acting crazy. It's not normal for you getting out of character, you acting crazy, and you think you acting crazy because she got good sex. No, that's not normal. Sex don't make you crazy. Love don't make you crazy. Not being able or not showing how to love correctly can, can change your character and pain and going through a bunch of bad relationships and never healing. That's make you crazy. But love don't make you crazy. That's why nice ask God, was that love? Absolutely not. How can you label something love when you're crying more than you're smiling? That's my favorite line for years. That's not love. And somebody to tell me, like, you can't tell me what's not love. That's not love. I don't care what nobody say. That's not love. Love is kind. Love is sweet. Love is gentle. When you with somebody, you're going to go through stuff. But there's so there's healthy ways to have arguments. There's healthy ways to have disagreements. There's so many healthy ways. We have to stop normalizing toxicness. We have to stop that. Women really think that if I act out of character and show my ass and play the crazy role, that man know I love him. Absolutely not. You don't have to do none of that for somebody to know that you're valuable. A real man going to bring you peace, gentle peace. He's not going to bring no chaos, no drama. He's not going to bring none of that around you just to protect your own peace, protect your own energy. He's not going to do that. And we have to stop normalizing. There's so much stuff that's dysfunctional and everybody just learning how to live in it. The world normalized so much stuff that's simply not normal. And that's it. Like toxic is just... And a lot of times we don't even know that we're toxic. Because toxic can start from our childhood. Toxic can start from when we was a kid, when we was like, what we seen growing up. Toxic can be all we know. So like you're literally inhaling in toxicness. Your air to breathe is toxic. That's all you know. When I used to get, I heal, and I used to feel that healthy feeling, it used to scare me. When I met my friend, Michael, and he used to treat me with so much respect, I wanted to block him. Like, what is you doing? Like, why is you being this nice to me? And I remember, like, when I met my friend, Michael, and I was asking God, this is a perfect example. And I've been wanting to use this example for the longest, too. I just just didn't know how to word it without confusing people. I met my friend, Michael, like, almost a year we've been friends. And I just remember that we never dated. We never did anything like that, whatever, like. I just remember, like, um, just being friends with him. 
And I remember one day I woke up probably a few months ago. And I was like, "Who? what's his purpose in my life? Like, why is this man showing me this much respect? Why is this man stop texting me at a certain time at nighttime? Why this man never talk about sex? Why this man, like, always, like, uplifting me? Why I can go to this man when I'm going through some of the worst and he's uplifting me, sending me good morning messages and voice memos? Why is he doing this? I was asking God why he, why he respected me. You know why? Because I never experienced that a day in my life from no man, not even from a father figure. So I was asking God, why was I being treated with respect? And a lot of times we asking men for the bare minimum and I'm asking for why this? Because I deserve it. And I remember I was asking God, like, what's his purpose? Because I was confused. And God simply said, Shanice, I had to. God was like, Shanice, this don't necessarily mean this is your husband. This don't necessarily mean it at all. So don't get it confused. And I watched this sermon. It was Jerry Flowers. I have this in my phone to this day. Sometimes God had to expose you to kingdom men just to let you know kingdom men exist. I'm like, wait, what? And what God meant by that, it was so clear. Like, it stick with me to this day. If I was never exposed to my friend Michael and my right hand to God, if I was a never exposed to that friendship, I promise you, I promise you, I would still be settling. I would have still been making decisions of just staring. Like, when my past try or attempt to come back and bother me, I would have still entertained them and just said, forget it. Forget everything I worked towards. And I would have stayed talking to them, even when they attempted. I would have just stayed and made that choice and just entertain it without even caring what it's costing me. But since I was exposed to something I wasn't used to, that wasn't toxic, it gave me the power and it gave me the strength to make better decisions. It helped me raise my standards. It helped me choose better. And I'm not saying I'm perfect because I still make mistakes when it comes to that area of my life. But the reminder of that friendship is I'm like, I just thank God so much for it. like, I just, I thank God tremendously. The, 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 who he represent in my life, it, 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 it healed me. It didn't heal me completely overall, but by me being exposed to something that I was not used to and I had to see that. I had to see that a man can actually give me the bare minimum of what I used to cry and beg for. I had to see that was possible. So when I do run into my husband, whoever he is, it won't be a surprise. It won't be shocking. This is possible. It's possible to be loved correctly. It's possible for a man to respect you and adore you and admire you without no hidden agendas, without no motives. That is possible. And, like, to this day, like, that's one person's, like, I admire. Like, I'm like, God, is this the one? Is this, like, I thought this was the one. Because I'm like, wait a minute. Like, this man celibate. This man walking with God. And God was like, Shanice, I just had to expose you to kingdom man. I had to just show you. That's it. His job, his assignment was to be your friend, show you a genuine friend, a genuine friendship. And show you that these people exist. I was so used to attracting men that had a hidden motive or played me as I was number two or a plan B. I was so used to being attracted to men who was emotionally unavailable. That wanted to see me and wanted to buy me things and wanted to take me out. 
but emotionally they couldn't give me nothing. They couldn't give me nothing to return but a heartbreak. Because they had so much pain and so much trust issues built up. They couldn't give me nothing. Even if they even when they tried, they couldn't give it to me. But since I was exposed to that, I can't even sit in a room with somebody that's toxic. Sitting in a room with toxicness, it makes me uncomfortable. So stop thinking that you have to be toxic to be loved correctly. That's it, y'all. I'm going to bed.